Welcome back to the Economic War Room. It's been quite a year. In fact, it's been quite a five years. You know, we want to see problems in advance and devise solutions for you. And so far, I think we've had a pretty good track record. We've made a number of accurate predictions. We're usually ahead of the curve. And the 30-minute investment that you make each week should be helping you personally, financially, and helping America preserve liberty. This is our last episode of the year. Uh, we like to take it for a recap of what's happened and take a look ahead. We want economicwarroom.com to be your go-to source, and you should fact-check me there. What I'm about to share with you, you know, about what we've covered in the past and how we were a little ahead of the curve and the things you could do about it, it should knock your socks off. So what I want to do is I want to go down the list of economic battle plans. And yes, every episode we produce has a 20 to 50 page PDF document that explains what we talked about in the episode, introduces you to a fascinating guest, uh, gives you background, uh, gives you backup, tells you exactly what we've covered and what you ought to be doing about it with action steps. And we have some of the most amazing guests. Now what I want to do is I want to run through them and tell you a little bit about what they shared. And the first one this year was Eric Metaxas. And that's an important one for you to know. Uh, Eric Metaxas is an amazing guy. He's talked about, uh, well, he talked about the Holocaust, and he talked uh, about standing up against it and how the church failed in World War II. And he said, we're seeing the same kind of things happening right now. That was in January, well ahead of Hamas's attack on Israel, well ahead of the college students that are starting to be anti-Semitic and, and yell death to Israel and you know the, the whole chance that they're doing to wipe Israel off the map. Eric was very early in that. We featured him and it was one of the things we warned you about and, and gave you plans to, to deal with it. So we start with Eric Metaxas. Uh, shortly after that, uh, we had Tommy Waller and John Guandolo. And Tommy Waller is an expert from the Center for Security Policy. John Guandolo, he's an expert on radical Islamic terrorism. And then after uh, Tommy and John, we had Ted Malik talking about the death of Wall Street. He was explaining how Wall Street has gone so woke that you're no longer getting the profits that you should get and how it would be hurting those companies that went woke. By the way, this was ahead of Bud Light and their foolishness, ahead of the collapse of Disney stock, ahead very early in the game on Target and all the other wokeness. That's impacted your portfolio. And we helped you identify uh, how companies were going woke. Here's one. This is in Primus Magazine. This is October 2023. Why the CIA no longer works and how to fix it. It features our friend Sam Faddis. Sam Faddis was our third guest this year in the Economic War Room. And, and Sam really nailed it on what it was, what the CIA was and should be and where it's gone off the reservation, so to speak. Uh, we also featured uh, Mike Waller, who's my friend, Center for Security Policy, and he talked about how free speech was now a crime. Uh, Michelle Bachman, very early, uh, February, we talked about the World Health Organization and how they had a plan to take over, literally, every aspect of health and then declare everything as a health crisis 
So a one world government would have control over every nation and everything. So debt is a health crisis or uh, racial inequity, a health crisis, or of course pandemics or food quality or water or anything else. This is a ticket for the World Health Organization to take over everything. And we were early featuring her. Uh, Lieutenant General Quast, we talked about the monster garage in space and how we could win the space uh, war by building things in outer space at a much lower cost. And he's made huge progress on that. In fact, we recommended him to some people who talked to him about investing. I don't know that he took those funds, but we want to be a part of solutions. And then you keep going. Uh, you know, that, that was, by the way, just January and February. In March, we talked to Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, uh, Tom Klingenstein of the Claremont Institute, uh, Chris Buzzkirk, who author of America and the Art of the Possible, uh, Paul Fitzpatrick, we talked to him also in March. He gave you a tool that you can use to identify excessively woke companies. So you know where to shop and not to shop, maybe where to invest and not to invest. We talked about the banking crisis, well ahead of the curve. We talked with Congressman Louis Gohmert. We talked with uh, financial advisor Doug DeGroote. We talked about with Gordon Chang, and that was a big one. Gordon Chang was warning us that China was going on a war footing, that they were sending military-aged men across the border. Hey, you know, Muckraker just did a piece on this, and I want you to watch this video. So right now we are in Colombia at the Cabanas Rio Mayo Hotel. And this hotel that we stumbled upon by accident is a major hub, a major transit point meeting place for Chinese foreign nationals that are on their way to the United States. And last night when we were here, we were eating at this hotel restaurant and we were the only uh, foreigners that were not Chinese. I mean, the, literally the entire hotel is just Chinese foreigners. Uh, we spoke with the hotel staff here and they confirmed that. And while there are some women and children, it's mostly military aged males. There's some right behind me right now, actually. We showed you in a previous video of ours a Chinese blueprint that's distributed amongst Chinese in uh, WhatsApp groups. And this is actually one of the stops on the blueprint. It says to stop in Pasto. That's where we're at right now. We're on the outskirts of Pasto. And the point is that the Chinese have very sophisticated quote unquote migration networks all the way up to the US border. And this hotel that we're at is proof of that. It's all Chinese and for some reason they all know to come here. It's because they are in direct communication. People that are further up the trail or that have made it to the United States are telling people that are on their way, hey, this is a hotel that's safe for you. Uh, we also found we were staying at this hotel. You know, they're expecting Chinese. You can see a lot of the writings, a lot of the signs in this hotel are written in Chinese. Again, this is further proof that it's not by accident. It's not just some sort of one-off occasion that there's all of these Chinese nationals here at this point. This is a known hub, a known meeting place for Chinese that are in transit on their way to the United States. So that's Muckraker telling you what we told you months earlier was taking place. Now this is a threat. We'll be talking a little bit about what's happening in 2024 and what we have to look forward to. One of our concerns is the number of military-aged Chinese males, but not just them, jihadists also, that have come across our open border. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll recap more of what we covered in 2023, what we should do about it in 2024. The Economic War Room is designed to help you get ahead of the curve. I've got in front of me all these magazines 
uh, economists, Epic Insight, Imprimus, and others. And every one of these ones that I have before me is something that we predicted in advance that then was documented by either the le more left-leaning economist or uh, Epoch Insight, uh, more right-leaning. Bottom line is, we've been ahead of the curve on all of these things. I was just running through some of the people that we featured in the last year. Uh, I mentioned Gordon Chang, and he's a big one. Frank Gaffney, though, also, uh, who covered a lot of what happened in the pandemic with his uh, book, The Indictment. Michael Meharry of the Tenth Amendment Center, who was a big endorser of transactional gold and silver. Larry Elder from California, and of course, our good friend, Dr. Ben Carson who came up with economics is not brain surgery. It's his bottom line is saying, look, anybody ought to recognize that the economic path that we're on with President Biden is a terrible one. And, you know, we've seen that in the headlines. And you just keep going. I mean, we can walk through Justin Danoff talking about proxy voting in the new global monarchy. Uh, Floyd Brown, who had a new book out. And Steve Deese, who had a movie out and book. Scott Shepard. Uh, just running down, Ken Ivory from Utah, who's a big proponent of transactional gold and silver, but he's also a proponent of states' rights. Uh, Jason Isaac, uh, another incredible guest from Texas Public Policy Foundation. He talked about the great energy scam. What I loved about that episode is we showed a video to what would life be like if we didn't have oil and gas. I mean, you wake up in the morning, there's no alarm clock, you probably don't have pajamas, you don't have bedding, you don't have slippers, you, you can't make your coffee in the morning, you, you have no car to drive because even the electric cars require oil and gas at various points. You know, it's just an incredible video. We have equipped you with information to win in these massive information wars that we're facing. But I'll just keep going on with the other guests that we had. Rick Green from Patriot Academy talking about how to expose the next generation uh, to the truth of America's founding. We did a string of pirate money shows, which I'll talk about in a second. Matt and Joy Thayer uh, talking about how Hollywood has been controlling the narrative and how do we fight back. A Ambassador Carla Sands, she was in the Trump administration, brilliant lady, and she talked about America's economic keys to success. Paul Blair from Liberty Pastors. Justin Haskins, who is the co-author with Glenn Beck of, of the new uh, book on both The Great Reset and the new book, Dark Future. Uh, Yaku Buins, who's a dear friend, talking about human trafficking. You know, we had that big movie, Sound of Freedom, that came out, and Yaku explained to us how it's not just happening overseas, it's happening here in America. It's economic warfare. Um, Ryan Binkley, uh, Calvin Beisner, uh, Dr. Beisner talking about uh, climate change, Kevin Sorbo and his new movie, John Luke Spittler. Uh, these are just incredible guests. Reggie Littlejohn, Andrew Kapuschitz with uh, Red Balloon. And, and also um, we have the, uh, Michael Seifert from Public Square. So we've had just unbelievable guests in the past year. It, it's it, it is, I really truly believe, one of the great, um, great opportunities for you to learn and meet people ahead of the curve. Now, let me, let me go on and talk about some of the topics that we covered in 2023. We talked about inflation pretty much before anybody else. Um, really, inflation has been a 
serious problems since Biden's Inflation Reduction Act took place. And now they're trying to claim that because inflation has dropped, it was 8%, now it's only 3.5% or 4%. Look at the great progress we've made. Hey, none of your prices went down. It means the rate of inflation and expansion has slowed. Let me tell you something about that. It will ebb and flow like waves, but prices are still going up. If you don't believe me, go out and, and, and buy a bag of groceries. Go to the restaurant. Those are the kind of, now we've had lower gas prices, yes, because Biden has opened the spigots of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, and he did it just before the elections, and he does it, you know, he does it strategically for his political purposes. But inflation's still a problem. And we covered it. Debt is a problem, whether it's bond prices or mortgages or banks or the United States and China both being downgraded by the rating agencies. Our debt has been downgraded. And that debt's going to come back and bite us. It's $34 trillion now, and it's going up at such a rapid rate. China has problems, both internal and external, and we've warned you about those. And then there's the jihad from Iran and Hamas. We told you that these things were happening. We even told you there were spies inside our wire. And did you just see the revelation? We've had a guy that's been in the State Department, even the ambassador to Bolivia, that was on the payroll of Cuba. Seriously, a communist on our payroll we just, just found out after 40 years. And it's not just in the State Department. We demonstrated well ahead of the curve that the Biden family is compromised. Uh, we told you and, and featured Hunter Biden's laptop before when everybody said it was disinformation and, and you know, then it was malinformation. We talked about the Great Reset and how to beat it. We talked about central bank digital currencies and we came up with a plan. I'll talk about that in the next segment. But that plan is will kill central bank digital currencies a problem. We talked about efforts to silence you. Now, there's good news, too. There is a pushback on woke that happened. And we saw it with Bud Light. We've seen it with uh, positives like Jeremy's Razors. And, and we've seen it with Disney. People just don't go to their films anymore. In fact, there's a joke about Disney. It is that they're going to get the next defense contract. Why? Because they've produced more bombs than Lockheed Martin. We've exposed the climate fraud. All of these things we've done in the last 12 months and even more over the last five years. That's why you need to make an investment, but not just you. Share this program. Share it with the people you care about, your family, your friends. We are building a community of aware people and giving them action plans of things they can do to fix all of these problems that are being thrust upon us. You know, the action plans go really detailed with the greatest experts in the world. I named a few of them uh, earlier, but we have identified the most serious problems facing us. We've identified solutions and maybe even solutions you can invest in and profit from. That's why you need to put 30 minutes a week into the economic war room. We need to take another break. When we come back, we're going to walk through some of the solutions we've developed, and then we're going to talk about what's coming in 2024 and how we can prepare for that right now. So let's take a break, and we'll be right back. We call this the economic war room. That's because we're not just talking heads saying, look at this outrage of the day or this problem today. 
we're actually dedicated to developing solutions that you can help us implement. We've developed some amazing solutions over the past year and really over the past five years. The first one, top of the list, has got to be pirate money. It's now in 18 states. Now, if you watch this program regularly, you know that pirate money means gold doubloons and silver pieces of eight, which were the only legitimate constitutional currency. It's what our founders intended for us to trade with. Now, gold and silver have unfortunately become collectible items. They're the kind of thing people buy and they stick in their safe and they never use again, which is kind of like that servant who buried the talent and the master got mad at him. It's, gold and silver are not intended to be investments. They're not intended to be buried. They're intended to be transactional money. Now, I understand. It's hard to shave off a piece of a gold coin and to pay for a cup of coffee or, or a bag of groceries. But with modern technology and model legislation that we produced here at Liberty Hawk Ranch for the Economic War Room that's being looked at in Florida, Utah, Texas, a total of 18 states are looking at making gold and silver transactional again, using modern uh, technology like Glint or Kinesis or a load and making it possible for you to put your gold or silver in a state-run depository and then get a debit card and go pay for all your goods and services with that and then avoid taxation because it would be functional money under the IRS code. So you wouldn't have to keep track of, of whether or not the value of your gold went up or down. This is, by the way, going to be on the Texas ballot in the Republican primary this February. This idea. We birthed that concept here in the Economic War Room, and it's getting huge momentum. If you haven't seen the episodes or if you haven't read the book Pirate Money, go get a copy of that right away or go to economicwarroom.com and click on the past episodes and you'll see a number of them that we've talked about pirate money, which we also call patriot money. But that's just one solution. We're also helping to solve the culture problem. Here, it's two, two, two gutters on this bowling alley. One of them is the pro-Hollywood angle, which has gone far too woke. When you produce entertainment, you impact culture. And Hollywood is producing really, really woke entertainment. It is so bad that people don't want to go to those Disney movies anymore. I mentioned it earlier. They're making more bombs than Lockheed Martin. On the other hand, the other gutter is the family-friendly anti-Hollywood films that really lack quality. Or it could be TV shows or programming, whatever it is, it doesn't have the same quality that you've come to like and, and expect and respect. So I talked to a lot of my friends, I don't like Christian movies. Why? The quality's not there. So we're actually solving that culture problem. Again, here at Liberty Hawk Ranch, my colleague, my business partner, Russell Lake, has had a dream of this for decades. And now we're beginning to find a way to bring a studio concept together so that if you've got a good Hollywood filmmaker and he needs to get talent or writing or, or any of the other props or anything else that's necessary, it's like the old studios, you know, the ones that made the really great movies that were high quality entertainment and had family friendly values. Think like that and bringing it back with the modern technology and better cameras and film techniques and so forth. We're gonna have a summit on that and we will bring you information from that in the coming year. We also have a solution for the food crisis. 
We have a show that's going to air the first of the year with William Layton that talks about a brand new technology that he, actually it's not brand new, it's nature's technology, but he's been perfecting it for 20 years and now ready to commercialize it to where they can do vertical farming with higher quality nutrition, better yields, better results, no chemicals. It's beyond organic. That's what he calls it. We brought you solutions on water from air and energy from space. We brought you solutions on investing. How do you solve the ESG problem? You do it with LSV, Liberty, Security, and Values. How do you vote proxies? We showed you how. How do you identify woke? Where do you get help? How do you find good employees for your company? Red Balloon is part of that answer at least. Or how do you shop without feeding the Amazon beast? Well, maybe you go to Public Square or winning the space war. We've also brought you our sponsors, Patriot Mobile and Timothy Plan, who have solutions for cell phones that aren't woke and funding the death of your values, and a Christian mutual fund company. Now, we see threats ahead, serious ones, in 2024. I'll run through them quick. We see China possibly invading Taiwan, certainly stirring civil unrest in the United States with all those people coming across the border. They've been stirring trouble around the world. There are Chinese fingerprints all over Hamas and Iran. And speaking of Hamas, anti-Semitism on college campuses could spill over to riots like the Black Lives Matter riots. Now, those, those, this will divide the Democrat Party, which is going to create a lot of consternation in the election. Everybody knows the election is going to be problems. The question is, will there be civil war after the election takes place, regardless of who wins? If it's Biden versus Trump and Biden wins and it looks like he's cheated, I mean, the guy is not in his best, uh, well, should I say best mind? Anyway, if he wins, people will question if the election was rigged or real. But if President Trump gets reelected, then people are going to look at that and they're going to say, oh, no, no, we've got to have, remember they had the, the Women's March in Washington? He wasn't even president for a day and they were marching in protest of it. We will also see more bank closures. You know, branches may close first, but a lot of these banks still are underwater if you mark their mark portfolios to market based on treasury bonds. And we're going to see a new round of inflation. It'll be wage-induced, and it's going to come in waves. It'll be a big wave, then it'll subside, then another big wave, and it'll subside. And we could see a debt crisis, and it could be global. China's debt just got downgraded, plus a new health crisis. Uh, it could come from China. We have rumors to that effect. It could come across the border. It could come from long COVID or vaccine injuries. Now, I, I hesitate to say that. But there's such a thing as vaccine injuries. Maybe, you know, we may find that uh, YouTube decides to censor this video because I, I made mention of that. But that's why there's a vaccine injury reporting system. So the bottom line is the economic warfare is here to look ahead with potential solutions to the problems we see coming. That's why we war game them him here. We may have good investment opportunities where you can use your money to help preserve liberty, security, and values. This is the best half hour a week you could spend working together as a community of like-minded, liberty-loving men and women of faith. We can make a difference. Now, we're going to summarize all of this in our free economic battle plan. You can get your copy at economicwarroom.com. Remember, what we see as a marketplace, our enemies view as a battle space. Happy New Year from Kevin Freeman.